messed up at all. So yeah, there we, we go. forgot to start. So we just started recording. Yeah, so we go. Yes. So the we beginning part a, of it. We uh, lost a few minutes. Yeah, there, there, there we go. So the, the lag won't be there. If you go to Spotify, uh, like us, <laughs> share us, whatever. I looked um, at it and I looked at you and like we just had that moment like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the cash went down to 99 for a second. Well, I, right wow. Because right right we hit record. Ah, probably. Oh. <laughs> probably. Uh, Good times. Making memories. So. <laughs> somebody's memories. Not Tyler, are you more comfortable with a bear coming out of the wall instead of a deer? This bear, yes, because um, he he reminds me that only I can prevent range. Bears fires. in general, you're pretty comfortable around bears. Well, <laughs> Josh, <but laughs> a bear. Good stuff. Hi, Patricia. Gross. Yes, it is super spotty and lagging. Um, we're having internet issues today. Evening, evening. I think it's just uh, I think it's just too hot out for our it's internet. It's really windy. Yeah. The- Internet yeah, signals being blown around. <laughs> well, we have satellite internet, so uh, so yeah, so signals it is, being yeah, it's like being it's, blown. Yeah, think about like when you shoot at a hundred yards, how much wind drift you might get. This is coming oh from Lord. space. Yeah, it's going all the way to space. Like a couple of these pixels are drifting yeah. around. Like yeah, that you, makes a lot of expect. sense. Yeah, <laughs> science. I can't prove anything else. Um, so, what do we got new at TFP this week? What's been going on? Well, ammo's thirty percent off right now. No, ammo, it's not. Ammo is thirty percent off, who are and not aware. we still have a ton of it. Literally, like we had the fire, we were able to save all of the ammo. Uh, thank you to the Burgeon Fire Department once again, and we ordered in more ammo, and we had a ton of ammo in the back that was able to be saved. So right. we have, despite our six hundred square feet of size that we're limited to now in the garage. We have a lot of ammo and we still have a ton in the shipping container outside. Um so good deal. Yeah. We we will have lots of ammo until supplies run out, basically we're gonna do thirty percent off. So And that depends on you. Yeah. We've got some crazy if you're a hunter, we have a ton of hunting rounds, like super high end Barns or Hornaday or good slugs, you know, yeah, like crazy, crazy high end, you know, uh, full copper rounds made for hunting. Sure, and yeah, thirty percent off everything in stock as far as ammo goes. So good deal. Yeah, very good deal. Uh, we had a delivery this week, a big one. Okay. Mobile shooting range. Yeah, pretty delivered cool. on Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. no big deal. Um, we're still, I don't want to say working out the bugs, but we're still figuring out how to incorporate it into TFP here. What's sure. the best way forward? Um, I think the plan right now is we're going to have, so there, there's two lanes in there, right? Uh, one lane we're going to have reserved for members because we have a very you know, robust membership program here. Mm-hmm. And it's important to make sure that they have priority to get Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to have one range just for members. Then we'll have one range, op- one lane yes. opened to the public. And Tyler has worked out a very cool scheduling uh, app, we'll call yeah. it, uh, for our website. So you'll be able to go to a link and make a reservation. So the, the range we're going to... I don't want to say insist, but you're going to want to make a reservation, right? They'll be in half-hour blocks, and it will be, I think, $8 an hour, or half-hour, rather. $8 for a block of time, right? right? Uh, And you'll be able to make your little reservation, because I think a half-hour is a pretty good amount of time, right? Um, For for most ordinary range sessions, like, some people might want an hour. Sure, sure. Um, It's it's a shorter range. It's only uh, limited to handgun calibers. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, so basically what we're going to have are these reservations and then a standby line. Mm -hmm. So if you're willing to hang out, you know, you might have somebody not show for the reservation. For some people, they only shoot for five to 10 minutes. They, they bring, you know, 50 rounds, they shoot, that's it, you know? So, uh, there'll be a standby line for both the member and the open to the public lane. So, uh, if you go there... To that link that Tyler just linked, uh, which is our link tree, which you'll find all of our links uh, on there, which is pretty cool. I took off the scheduling. Oh, you did? Just because we're, we're not ready yet. Yeah. Like, I want to talk with you tomorrow. That is how it. you can access that scheduling. He had it, so that would be like the very top thing. Mm-hmm. Book an appointment or schedule range time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to move forward with that, too, on the training department. Nice. So you could put your availability. Like, I have slots here, here, and here. Right. And that's people can just, just go in and sign up. up and, and Yeah, good to go. That'd be good, um, yeah. So, people want to know if you'd rather have a cougar behind you, Tyler, and they do mean yes, that kind of cougar, like 
Like a real cougar? I bet I'd win. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll fight a cougar. So the range. I guess we'll go to the range limitations. It is a handgun caliber only range. Okay. So there's a sign that I'll post that's in the range. I'll post that on Facebook um, in the next day or two. <laughs> but... They have uh, you know a list like nine mil, 40, 45, 357 mag, thirty eight special. It's basically anything up to fourteen hundred feet per second. That's okay. kind of their their limit, and it includes uh, carbines. Ten mil. So you could shoot, and it does. You hit ten mils on the list. Yep. Um, so, but if you have like a Ruger, uh, you know nine mil PC carbine, you can bring that in. Uh, the FN like P ninety is too hot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. five seven. Uh, Too much velocity. But if you have basically any kind of 9 mil rifle or a 45 rifle, um, those are good. Mm-hmm. Those are good. 5.56 is too much. Uh, AR-15 or even like 7.62 by 39, right. too much. Yep. Too much. So uh, we'll be doing a tour. I'll go live. We'll do a tour of the range another day. Maybe we'll record a, a video and we'll, we'll upload it. But, yeah, we should do that. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a cool system. It'll be fun just for people to just try it out, I think. It's sure. definitely something unique. It's an interesting concept, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody asked, I'm sorry, I lost your name here. Um, are we selling handguns? We are doing transfers. So we had a lot of firearms that were here when the fire happened, and we want to dispose those and get those to everybody. So we're doing that. That's open if you have a gun. Uh, that you know is here, you can call us, you can schedule. Oh, and that's another thing, our phones work now. Yes. So our phones are working. Excellent. Someone's going to call right now, I bet. Uh, and you can call us up, you can send us an email, you can schedule. We do prefer you schedule it just because of how limited our operations are right now. We just don't want 100 people all showing up at yeah. once. It would right, be, right. Uh, it'd be hard for everybody. So no bids. we do have uh, you know, firearms we want to transfer to everybody that they already paid for and put on their permits and whatnot. There is an auction coming up. Uh, if you keep an eye on the Bontrager website, Bontrager, uh, I don't know, Ty, if you want to drop that in the, the comments here. I don't have. They're going to have a auction here. It should go live in the next couple of weeks, and it'll run for a couple of weeks, I think. It'll Once it goes live, it'll run for like two weeks. Sweet. And that'll have every... Pretty much everything that was New York State legal at the time of the fire, mm-hmm. we're selling. So, obviously, everything that was in the building for sale, all the guns, um, and then most of the rental guns, too, just because, I mean, they weren't all firearms, but they had, like, an 800-item, like, list that of stuff that we gave them. So, right. at least half of those are probably guns, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so. There's definitely a ton of yeah. really cool guns. Yep. Hey, Harry. I always love it when Harry... Uh, Pops in. It's, it's awesome. All, Nick also says hi. It's, oh, hi, it's his Anna. Birthday today. I see Anna's watching too. Hi. It's Nick's birthday. What, Nick? Hi, Nick. It's your birthday. It's so cool. I have one of those. <laughs> uh, so I guess you know, Pat. You called me a little earlier. Yes. Did you want to jump into what we talked about earlier? That was kind of I, fucked up. I'm, or I'm glad I was involved with this conversation. Oh. So please, I'm hearing it for the first time too. Explain oh. it to me, Pat. Well, I. I had a, an issue with a local business in Batavia recently whereby my wife had brought one of our vehicles over to the mm. local business. And okay. in said vehicle, as you guys know, you know, or as some of you guys may know, um, you know, this is a magazine, right? Yeah. Yep. Now. I see where you're going with that. It's a 10-round magazine. Looks a lot like a 30-round magazine. So it was in my vehicle, and the local business took it upon themselves to contact the police. What? Yes. Wow. So when they contacted the police, obviously, the police went to check it out and find out what was going on, and they discovered that this magazine is clearly marked 1030. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no harm, no foul. They brought the magazine to my house. And gave it to me and explained the situation. Which, yeah, okay, keep going. Yeah. So, like... We can can dissect this. To me, there's a bunch of issues Mm -hmm. inherent in that. One of which is just, like, the overall privacy of the the thing, right? Like, Do you know where it was found? Like, I don't know exactly where in the vehicle. I suspect it was probably, Where'd you take it? It was... So, that's the other thing, too, is, like... 
that was the question that kind of came up, right? Is like, so you can be pro Second Amendment, which mm-hmm. I think you, we are. Mm-hmm. You can be anti Second Amendment, which obviously this business seems to be going in that direction more so than anything else. And then you could also be anti anti Second Amendment. Sure. And to me, like when people make it a point to put themselves on the opposite side of that issue, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's an issue that I think most of us take pretty personally and whatever. Yeah. So the question came up, like, should we, you know, call it, should we, like, mention this business by name and let everybody in our community know that these guys are, like... I mean, I could see if they had handled things a different way. You know, like, there's, there's a lot of different ways they could have handled that. There's many yeah, ways 100%. to skin that um, particular cat, And right? I think they definitely went the anti. as Like, there, there's not a more anti-stance that you could have, you it, know. It's almost like they did it so they could feel good about themselves. Yeah. If, if you don't know who this is, I mean, just look for the really dirty guy wearing a mask in public. I'm sure well, that'll... Well, it's like, the thing is, yeah. I didn't drop the van off either. Wait, like. What? The they, they feel good about it. They feel good about going to they the They just like following the rules. Gotcha. Yeah, they're yeah. just rule followers, and they like being better at following rules. And everything. So what, what's weird, too, to me is that, like, okay, you, your wife drops the vehicle off. You know, it's there. So I get, that, like, okay, the, the owner of the vehicle's not there. They couldn't be like, hey, are you, like, a cop or something? Like, why do you have that? You know, like, that, that, they didn't get that opportunity. Right. So then it's like, well, you know, they, they think it's something like, oh, wow, this is a 30-round magazine. Like, that's supposed to have that. Right. Um... But who so is it? Who is it? it let's right, say that was it was a thirty-round magazine, right. right? So you contact the police, and then my wife potentially, if the you know, again, ten-round magazine. So we're not talking about any crimes being committed sure. here, but we are talking about somebody like being implicated potentially in mm-hmm. like a felony. Mm-hmm. Now, my wife is really nice lady. You guys know sure. April. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's brought. Um, baked goods like homemade brownies and so forth to this place of business yeah to thank the guys for doing you know which is pretty rare these days stuff that happens to us i feel like that's that's not a common thing for a mechanic shop correct it's not common for gun shops either but like it does happen yeah i would say gun shops maybe more so yeah in my estimation right yeah but Anyways, so I was pretty annoyed by that, and I was, like, I really was all hot and bothered to, like, come over here and be like, we should, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know, because they, the, they live in our community, too. I don't know. I'm, now I'm kind of, One like, of the a little issues bit more is, though, like, about it. What, if, what if that went really bad? What if the cops were called and your wife had to answer the door, and she, like, they were pulling her out of the vehicle and she's confused she doesn't know what's going on and then it escalates right. to where or if like the state police had gotten involved they're using versus, force on her you know, or you I mean, it was the city of batavia right? it was the city of batavia involved, cops yeah, which, yeah. so you know I, and i i, I know <coughs> it's really not our place to bring this part into it but like they know you right right and you're also i hate to you know i we're not the right people to bring this up but it's also like you're a white guy like how would that have gone if no. things you had been different, you, you know don't I mean? know. Like like if you it were, could have been any number. Any other color. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if, if you were someone from a different, you know, race or a different class, even like if you were, uh, you know, say uh, someone who lived out of your vehicle, maybe, right? You know what I mean? Like, would that have gone the same way? Like, I'm glad it went well, f- and, and it was a legal item, anyways. Like, it would have gone okay because it's a ten round mag. Like, it's very, it's very easy like, to yeah. be like, hey, this uh, is what's going on. But like you said, like let's let's say it was a thirty round mag, or let's let you know, a state trooper shows up and goes, that's a thirty round mag. I don't care what it says printed on there. Correct. Like that's a thirty round mag. You're until going downtown, yeah. Until like, it's proven otherwise. You have you know children, I mean? like you have dogs, you have like you have things that the state doesn't care. About those, that's like that's your life Correct. to deal with. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll send you to lock up. Like, eh, can't see the judge till Monday. Right. Tough. Like, oh, you don't know Pat's phone number off the top. You're like, oh, well, tough. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I, to me, yeah, a lot of people are interested to know, and I, you know, tell us what it rhymes so with. Maybe it's it's Mavis. Mavis. It's, it's Mavis okay. in Batavia. Yeah. And like, I mean, they're a chain, so it's not like. You know what I mean? It's not like H and K Auto here. You know, it's, it's not like a one-off. They're a like, chain, but like an individual took it upon themselves. Th- and to pull okay, that so out that was the conversation that I well, had I to have with, part, with yeah. April because I was I was very hot about it, and I was like, "Listen, just so you know, because the reason this even came up today 
as opposed to like weeks ago, I was never going to do business with them again. And then April found out that Sean's car needed uh, an mm -hmm. inspection. And just like out of force of habit, like she just picked up the phone and sure. called them. Yep. Right. So, okay. Called her, her preferred shop of choice and takes it over there. And then she calls, she tells me like, Hey, the car's ready over at Mavis. And then I'm like, yeah, I thought we weren't there. right. Yeah. Right. So it came up again and I was like, man, that's really galling to me. So I told April, I was like, listen, I'm going to let people know just for your information, right? Just for your information. I'm going to let everybody on that watches the stream know what happened. And she was like, but why? It's like a, a change. She had the same kind of comment that you made, right? It's but a like, And I'm like, but an individual person found an item. Like UPS has a lot of... Uh, policies and shit like yeah. that. But if I found this item and it was a thirty round magazine, sure. I'm I don't have any. I don't care if it was right. a machine gun. Right. I don't have any uh, need to get somebody jammed up. What's also odd to me too, and I'm not criticizing the police department. Obviously, it was kind of out of their hands. But you know, Mavis makes the call. The cops come out. They look at it. They're like, okay, this is legal. Why couldn't it have gone... And maybe they were just doing you a favor or they just wanted to... Bring yeah, I think it was more of just a courtesy to, to me, like... It is strange, though. Like, I wonder if Mavis was like, no, like, take that with you. Like, we don't They probably want didn't want it here. back in like, the car. Well, also, yeah. it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't need to be back in the car. It sh maybe it shouldn't have been but in the car. But it's your property. Like, why are they snoop? Like... Yeah. Right. I, but it's not a hand. I want to make, make a joke about, like, you know... They didn't find the other five magazines in your wife's minivan, or whatever. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like that is, you know, uh, the tactical assault vehicle sometimes. Right. For so sure. it's like it shouldn't matter where it was. But I have a hard time believing that it was just on the seat next to you. It was probably like under the seat or whatever. You know what Which I mean? Which is like, you know what I mean? Are they going snooping for stuff because they see? You know, Seem, maybe seems unlikely, honestly. Well, okay, maybe. yeah, fair enough. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I, I want right. to give them benefit of the doubt, sure. at least no. in that regard. No, well, like, they called they the had, cops on you, they bro. They found a switchblade. Right? Would they have called the cops? Like, what? what yeah, like, where, like where's like the pair line? Of knuckle dusters? Right. Like, what like, would they have? Like, it's so weird. The, like, well, but do they know that? Right? And like, oh, they look scary. Th this is legal, or you know, a butterfly knife. Like, so like has a look of yeah. I would not give them any benefit of the doubt. Or like an ASP baton. It's would definitely they have, a would they have said something if, if like an ASP baton? Because we've always wondered that. Like I, we are confident. I mean, we carry some. Like I carry one often. Uh, I'm confident that that's legal to carry. Uh, but that's an interesting. You know, same with like a stun gun. That law just changed. So there's going to be people who are carrying a stun gun legally and get jammed up because yeah, the Mavis guy didn't know. He called a state trooper who didn't know, and now it's like a whole thing. Right. And now your and life, so these are these are know. the things that I worry about as well, right? Is like, uh, and again, it wasn't me that dropped it off. If it's me that drops it off, and like maybe they don't want to, you know, maybe they don't want to contact the bearded guy and ask him about his <laughs> scary magazine. Like, got it. But again, April yeah. is like a nice lady. Right. You know? Yeah, it's just she is nice. But you know what? Our followers and listeners are not. It'd be ashamed if everybody gave them a one-star review. Oh, waiting for video signal. It should resume shortly. Yeah. We've got a ton of viewers this stream, too, and it's just, it's just We a do have a lot of people that are joining us, and I really appreciate it. Also, I noticed that there was a question earlier. I don't yeah. know where you guys are at as far as... Are we done with like, this? Are we done with that? I'm, that I'm done. Like, I don't I'm, need to... I'm more mad than you are, I feel. Well, I mean... I said what I had to say. What do you, what do you got? It could have just escalated so much harder. Like, you could have gotten, like, shot or whatever. Like, yeah. well, what was their ultimate goal? Like, did they really feel like that good of a person reporting you? I really don't know, man. I really don't know, like, what went into it. And that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I, I wouldn't want to do business with those kinds of people again if it was, like, just my decision by myself and April hadn't, you know, kind of done that without talking to me about it, I guess. Apparently we're yeah we're not out, doing well with our streaming. Yeah. We're still able to record, which is nice. Yeah, I mean this is all going to be good for Spotify. Like yeah. the video usually yeah, downloads yeah, yeah. pretty well. Uh, so uh, what'd you bring the car in for? Oh, it was just for uh, for the van. It was um, an inspection and boo, boo, state inspections, boo, right? No need. Yeah, and Sean's car was just in there now for an inspection as well. He had to get uh, two his two front tires changed. Well, I know where I'm never going. 
Yeah, I'm not going to bring my... I, I don't like bringing my stuff over there. I actually like Dan's Tire and Auto better. I'm tempted to leave a one-star review right now. <laughs> Seth, So speaking of leaving... Th I know what you can leave in the comments over there. Um, our friend Jesse Williamson, uh, he asked a question earlier in the stream that I just happened to catch out of the corner of my eye, wanted to uh, address it. Oh, cut it out. Sorry. Cut probably that, not, probably that, not going to do that. Cut that. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's in the comment. People could, would see it. But anyways, uh, our friend asked us a question about the tactical games. Uh, where should we start if we wanted to participate in the t tactical games? What type of gear would we expect to invest in? And where should our fitness level be? Um, he also seems excited about the new uh, format. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, as far as like where your fitness level should be, I guess I'll start with that. Um, there are specific um, kind of guidelines that are listed on the tactical games site within the specific divisions. So I would suggest that you go to the tactical games site and you, you look at in the individual divisions what the, the kind of requirements, I guess, or, or the kind of specifications that they outline. Uh, and they have various uh, tasks on there, such as a one-mile run or like a 1.5 mile run in your gear um being able to lift and carry specific mm -hmm. loads um things of that nature so um it's going to depend you know if you're competing in the light division let's say the light division you're not going to be wearing any of your gear right or you're not going to be wearing excuse me a plate carrier sure right just to be sure. wearing your rifle uh pistol and pistol belt and all that stuff but um so for you know, if you're competing in the light division, I would say that the weight requirements are going to be obviously a little bit less, but the workload is going to be reduced. Sure. Compared to somebody who competes in like intermediate. Sure. Right, where they're wearing all their gear. So, um, yeah, check the individual uh, kind of divisions there on the tactical game site, and that will mm -hmm. give you like a better idea as far as the um, as far as the uh, requirements or fitness uh, goals, I guess, recommendations would be. And then in terms of gear, look at, you're going to need a quality plate carrier um, and some kind of plates. They don't have to be ballistic plates, but they do have to weigh, combined with the carrier, the minimum right of yeah. 15 pounds for the majority of your men's divisions. So you could throw anything you wanted, and as long as you're... Vest wears or your carrier weighs. So like yeah, if you don't have plates, you can we can make it work without them. Like we'll put the sand or whatever. Right. <laughs> throw ammo, throw mags in your pocket. Yeah, and, and some enough, some right? people don't have like the weight requirement. Maybe they got plates that are a little bit too mm -hmm. light, and they will sure. they'll fill like with whatever is yeah. kind of handy to make the weight. Right. So that's um that's you know something to think about. But as far as like the plates go. You might not want to invest in ceramic uh, for TTG. You might just want to get like some rogue yeah. training plates, um, which are a little bit less expensive. They're not ballistic, sure. but they meet the weight requirements. So you have to worry about <coughs> worrying, you know, like bashing them around or whatever. You right. Know, like. Exactly. You don't have to worry about breaking them or whether or not they're going to be uh, viable as like sure. ballistic. I was going to say, too, one thing uh, I think it would make a lot of sense to just wear your gear, especially if you're newer oh, sure. to that. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of us have the gear, but until you get an opportunity to go to a skirmish, um, you know, there's only so much LARPing you can do in your mom's basement. It is important to do that, like, right. you know, wear it, um, you know, eat your lunch tendies and then wait until dinner tendies, eat, you know, wear it through that afternoon. That would be good, you know, yeah. Just wear it around, yeah. kind of, right? And uh, wear it to, like, a if workout. If you're doing dishes, if you're doing laundry, like, wear your... Yeah, I know. What are those? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, the, like, even house just chores. ordinary just stuff. Yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, like, if you're just doing like, regular stuff, but you have that extra weight on you, it's going to, you know, give you a, a little bit of a feeling of what that's like. I like the pressure, personally. Like, it's comforting. I, just, I love the hug of the carrier. Yeah, just yeah. how it moves with you or how it kind of causes your body weight to shift one direction or the other. Or, you know, if it's uh, getting a lot of stuff hung up on it, right? You're coming up and down stairs or you're in kind of a confined area and you got straps and whatnot hanging off, you'll find out. If your significant other is very based, you can have them just yell out, threat, randomly at you. Like, just you're doing house chores and just like somewhere I don't know about from the house, threat. That's how you, you get, like, you know. how you get shot. <laughs> 
Uh, so Freedom Weekend. Yeah. Let's talk about Freedom Weekend. When yes. is it, Ty? Uh, June tenth and eleventh. <laughs> uh, June tenth and eleventh. You guys we are on. We have a ton of sponsors. Yeah. Our premier sponsor is Rochester Precision Optics right now. Yep. I can't um, I can't give hearts anymore. I lost a finger. Doesn't oh. work out. Uh they've been with us for several years now mm -hmm. as sponsors, but they have increased this year to the gold level sponsor, uh, which is amazing. Is or is it platinum? Diamond? I forget. Whichever one. A lot. A really they're good spending one. a lot of yeah. money for us. They're very awesome. They're doing a hiring event and they're one of those companies locally that's always hiring yes. for yeah. All sorts of positions from manufacturing to marketing to sales, HR. Um, they are, again, one of those like sleeper companies that just is here. They are a powerhouse. And it's like, unless you are in the know or like, you know, you a neighbor or a friend works there, you'd have no idea that they're over there like cranking out some of the best glass in the world. For night vision. Like, with yeah. all sorts so, of. Contracts and we're going to do a lot of stuff. SIG. I don't know the exact models, but a lot of SIG optics. They're higher end ones, like they're thermals, right? Those have RPO glass in them. Like sure, it's the yeah. only stuff that's good enough. Uh, you go online. I think it's always fun in the Facebook groups, like seeing guys talk about high end night vision, and they're like, "Oh, this has Elbit tubes, or this has RPO tubes, or whatever, like or glass, or whatever it is. Not tubes, but yeah, like the the glass on them. I think they made the rear glass." On the pano bridges, like or the not the pano bridge, but the quad, the quad tubes. Oh, really? That weird. PBS 31s or whatever. Yeah, like that really weird piece of glass that those have. I think That's they made cool. those. Uh, we're gonna have one of their guys on our, like, come we're in gonna, and we're talk do a stream, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah an interview. So. Super cool. So yeah, we've got uh, still more sponsorship opportunities available. We're First line defense is a sponsor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So is API. API right? is a yep. sponsor, yep. right? Barrel. The barrel. Yeah. Barrel. Shout yep. out to barrel. Yep. We've got uh, Thompson. Thompson Builders. Thompson. They're a sponsor. So, um, yeah. Who else we're missing? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. We've got opportunities too. Uh, if you are a vendor, if you have a small business, if you're a part of an organization of some kind, like we've got unions that want to come out, you know, like construction unions and plumbers and stuff. And we've got. Josh, why would you call me right now? <laughs> we've got all sorts of. Uh, Should I answer it? Uh, sure. Maybe. He knows you're on the stream. That might be something important. <laughs> uh, we've got, <coughs> again, opportunities. If you're a business of any kind or a group, there's no charge to come down and set up. Freedom Weekend has always been a, a community event, and, and it's about the greater community around us. Yes. So uh, there's a ton of people who, you know, even 20 bucks for a table, they might not be able to swing that. Or right. that is the decision maker on if they could make it or not because it's, you know, it's not just the 20 bucks for the table. It's the 20 bucks for gas and setting up and tearing down and my time all day and lunch and this and that. So yeah. we really appreciate all of our vendors. Um, and, yeah, this year, uh, again, we had a, a, a fire, and it won't be the same, but it will definitely be one of the best Freedom Weekends, if not the best Freedom Weekend we've ever had. We, Tyler and I, just had a conference call on, what was it, Tuesday, I think, buddy, with FPC. Firearms so Policy Coalition. We mm -hmm. were talking with Jeff, one of the highest of the highest ups over there. There's only like 20 people that work at that organization. Sure. Uh, they're just a lean, mean, gun law fighting machine. And, yeah. Uh, but they are coming. Like, we are getting boots on the ground. FPC does not go to events. Like, I can't stress that enough. They don't go to events, but they are coming to Freedom Weekend. I'm convincing. So Freedom Weekend is going to be the Second Amendment rally of all Second Amendment rallies that we've had. I'm going to say since the SAFE Act came out and there was the rally in Albany. Right. Right. That's really what we want to see here. We want to see gun owners come out and show the nation that we're still here, that we're not going to put up with Hokel's crap, that we're not going to put up with these continued attacks you know, on our naturally born rights. Um, you know, these, as we've always said, racist and classist laws that we are burdened with here in New York, um, they, they've got to go. They've got to go. So uh, we got FPC to come to talk about, like, I had no idea. They've got four lawsuits, or was it five? They've got four or five, five lawsuits five. pending right now in New York. They're working their way through the court. And we asked them, <clears throat> we were like, hey, I get that, you know, we're not just going to, like, make a donation to you guys and expect you to do, like, hey, we're going to give you $10,000 and you're going to do this, this, and this with it. I was like, but I think if we could tell the people of New York State, 
like, hey, here's what it's going to take to fight some of these things, right. I think you would get them to donate knowing that, hey, if we could get, and the number is 50 grand, right? if we can get 50 grand, that's the average of what it takes just to bring something to trial, just to bring it to trial. They've got cases, and obviously some of these cases take years, three, four, five years. They've got cases that stretch six, seven hundred thousand dollars, sure. right? Because it's just it's it's an incredibly detailed case. The thing with FPC is though, they're all lawyers. Like like if they have twenty employees, like eighteen of them are lawyers. Right. So a lot of the the grunt work they're doing themselves. So they're not hiring an outside law firm to write the brief. They might hire an outside law firm to represent in Rochester because they don't sure. have a lawyer on the Rochester yeah. or New York State Bar. But they're doing the heavy lifting on the gun side, and they're gun people. They know all about it. So, uh, hey, Mitch, hey, uh, API. API, yeah. what's up? Um, or Jason. Or Jason, right, sorry. Could be. Uh, but, yeah, so FPC is coming. Yes. Spike Cohen, a libertarian My mascot man. and icon, he is coming. Uh, it cracks me up whenever I'm on Facebook, and I'll just see, like, the ATF posting one of their, you know, like, <laughs> it's national, whatever day. Like, thank an ATF agent. And Spike will just be like, yeah, thank the one guy who killed all those people. You know, like, <laughs> what about the, what about, uh, what's the guy's name from, like, Ruby Ridge? Like, what about. I'm excited um, to meet him. You know, the, well, he's, you haven't met Spike? Isn't he all dead? Aren't all the people from Ruby Ridge dead? I'm talking about Spike. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have not met him. I, I was in a coma. Uh, oh. That's, awkward. that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you should leave with that. <laughs> hey, Mike, I was in a coma. I didn't get a chance hey. to meet you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have, like I said, some incredible guest speakers already that are lined up. We're going to have a tent over like the stage area just for that. So FPC will be here talking about the latest in, you know, again, challenges to New York State laws, how we can help, what we can do. Uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very excited for Freedom Weekend. It's going to be a cool event. We're going to have a dunk tank where uh, you can you can dunk. Definitely not an ATF agent AFT in costume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. The I, best of times, actually. Like I don't really literally. see any uh, questions that have come up. But if I haven't has seen yet, do you guys question, have anything that I missed? I really have any questions. Yeah, it's cool to have the monitor here uh, kind of saw that there was a marlin is there a difference between the new marlin and the old marlin yes okay so marlin existed for a very long time as one of those companies where they didn't keep like blueprints around they just like here's how you make this and i teach the next guy and he makes that one you know, he does that one operation of, you know, the they didn't have, like, CNC machines. They just had, like, here's the part, there's a jig, here's the spec, and we do it. And they'd run that way literally since the 1800s. Like, right. that's how they've always done it. In the mid-2000s, they were running into some trouble, and they were bought by a management group, right? Uh, and then they were bought by... Remington, or the, the group that owned Rem the Freedom Group, right? Mm -hmm. They were under that umbrella. And when that transition happened, you know, you're, you're going through a transition of ownership where they're going to run things at a new facility. Like, they're going to run CNC. They're going to run... It's like, just more efficient. Six they're gonna Sigma. Come in, yeah. It's going to be lean. Yeah, like just-in-time manufacturing, right? right? And not that you can't do that, but you lose, I would say, like the soul of the gun when yeah. you do that. You know, look at... I mean, that's the story of Remington, unfortunately. You know, as, as unfortunate as it is, they had such a, a legacy product that was beautifully made, a lot of them right here in New York, by true craftsmen. And it just, you know... Uh, it was the same story as, like, Harley-Davidson. It's, it's unfortunately... Winchester it's a, too, man. It's a tale as old as time in, in corporate manufacturing, right? Like, ownership comes in. It's all about the the investor dollar and raising, you know, value for the investor Manufacturing uh, at, goes the, at the expense else. of the actual user of the product, right? So they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Anyways, so the Cerberus group or Freedom group, whatever you want to call them, they just ran those companies into the ground. They accomplished what they wanted to do mm -hmm. with them, sold off all the assets, one of them being Marlin, who was bought, I literally cannot think of a better, maybe CZ would have been cool. But Ruger ended up buying Marlin, right? Which is such a cool partnership. Uh, Ruger, obviously, uh, is a is a powerhouse manufacturer. They are, uh, I, I didn't actually know this, but they are among some of the best just manufacturers in the world. Like yeah. other, so many companies come to 
Ruger, they're kind of like the Sam Adams, almost. Like how Sam Adams, like, will do that for the breweries and stuff. Like, Ruger, like, is that, you know, uh, uh, looked at as that kind of a establishment. And so they bought Marlin. Took them a little while to get things running. This is the first one of, like, their main lines that I've seen, and I am blown away. I mean, I think... And you're a lever gun guy. I'm a lever so gun guy, like, right. Uh, the, what they did to that gun, yes, it's probably twice as expensive as the last time the 336 was made. That's because the previous, the REM 336, the REM Marlin, it was, not the was garbage. Yeah, right, it was, was absolute hot garbage compared to this gun. Uh, from the bluing to the checkering to the fit and finish, um, I love that they kept it. When you look at a Marlin, they have this little bullseye on the stock. And it was just a marketing trick, basically, so they were easier to see. You know, when you have them all lined up on the rack, they kind of look the same. With that little bullseye, they stuck out. Supposedly a nod to Annie Oakley. Yeah, I was going to say it's right? Annie Oakley. So that was always black and white on Marlins. Always black and white. I think Remington did away with it on all of them, except for some of the legacy models, because it was on, like, every Marlin. That's like, where you're supposed to have to that. Like your sling swivel, right? <coughs> no. No. You're supposed to keep You're supposed to leave it so you can still see it, you troll. You're a troll. So uh, Ruger... They brought it back. The middle of the dot, instead of being black, it's red now, which, which is, is Ruger's such color. An awesome. right, 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 uh, right, right. It looks visually, it looks amazing. Even cooler, I would say, than the original Marlin. It's such a nice hat tip. And then I yes, it's it. just the cool the it. partnership. And then did you see the roll mark? So Ruger, it always trips you up, new uh, gun salesmen. When you go through the the books to find Ruger, you don't find them under R. Sturm Ruger. You find them under S for Sturm Ruger. That's yeah. the full name of the company, and. The old Marlins, they're collectible. You'll see them JM stamped, I think, for John Marlin, I would think. Um, I don't know who, though, I would assume. Joseph, Josephiah Marlin, maybe, or whatever. But <laughs> the original Marlins had a had an oval stamp, uh, like a proof mark, basically. John, yeah. So it was JM for John Marlin, and it was in this little thing. So you'll see, like, the ones from before... Remington, those are very collectible, and that you'll see that in all the descriptions. JM stamped, whatever, right? The Remington ones, it went to instead of the oval going this way, it went the sideways way, and it went to Rem, R E M. So you can clearly see that, yeah, this is a garbage one. Get rid of it. Don't even bother with it. The new ones have SR Sturm in that roll mark for Sturm Ruger. Yeah, so it's like ah, they just whoever led that project did everything right. Yeah. Like they 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 nailed it. They get it. They mm -hmm. they're, they're collectors. Mm -hmm. They, they, they are. Firearms. They're gun people. That like I really I cannot think of anyone better that could have bought that company other than yeah. me. like the employees themselves and just ran it as Marlin. But do you know what they did to the loading gate? No. So Ruger made it so if you depress the side loading gate, it'll spit the shells out so you can unload without. That's pretty that interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I like that. Neat. That's a good feature. Neat. I um I always. The Remington 336s, I would pick them up, and I always felt like the the levers mm -hmm. always rattled. Like, you know, they just had... Just that garbage, uh, like... Tolerances man. were so bad on those guns. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. They, they, were just they Like, Remington really tarnished them. Like, Marlin was just that cheap firearm for a while. You yeah, know, they, they, they went from being a... a Competitor like a like a Ford or Chevy to Remington and Winchester and all those. So yeah, now it's a like it was a budget brand mm -hmm, for a yeah. while, and it's it's great to see they're being brought back. Uh, Absolutely. John mentions that he has a forty year old Marlin three three six in thirty five Remington, two hundred grain bullets really knock a deer down. Yeah, for sure. Amen to that. Um, for sure. Another John says, "Is Nyserpa still fighting for us?" And yes, they are. Um, I love the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association. <clears throat> Excuse me, we've done a lot. Nice. It's t terrible uh, beer, nice. beer burp Just into the mic. Yeah, it's an authentic stream, Jesus, okay? Dude. Uh, we love NYSERPA. They are an NRA affiliate, which um, I know is a problem for a lot of people, but NYSERPA still has done a lot of great work. Uh, they led the charge with the Bruin decision, which I know a lot of people think backfired. But I think in the long run, a lot of these laws are going to backfire on New York State, and they're going to mm. be struck down in courts, and then that's done. Like, how can you five years. keep trying laws that have been ruled unconstitutional? Well, especially, just, yeah, yeah, it was just know. a straight up a reaction to the Bruin decision. Right. right. And yeah, my toe. on yep. its face, it, they knew it was unconstitutional when they did it. Yeah. Speaking of new guns, have you seen the Henrys that have come out? Gross. You don't like them? No. I'm Did you kidding. see the Henrys that came out? Really the like revolvers? Henry. Uh -uh. Henry is coming out with That's revolvers. Cool. 
Is like, it like an 1873 copy or no, something? No, it's like, like it's like a Model 10, like an old like That's policeman cool. double oh, okay. action revolver. They never made revolvers. They've never made wheel yeah. guns. They've never made handguns as it's far as It's an interesting choice. Yeah, it is. I wonder how Tyler Henry. Right. Henry Tyler. Right, that's true. They've made they came out with I, I hate when companies do this. The press release was like eighty five new models. And I think, you know, it's like, oh, this one's got a three inch longer barrel, this one's in blue now, this one's in stainless, like, you know. So I don't think there's actually you know, there's not eighty three new Knowing models. Knowing Henry, I'm sure there is. But they, <laughs> there's eighty three new SKUs. Right. Put it that this way. This one has Vietnam dragons. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but they look nice. I don't know if I dare try to pull one up now, but the, the Henry handguns, they look, uh, they've got one with like a traditional square, like Smith grip, yeah. and then they've got one with like the, the bird's head type of grip. Hmm. I'm going to have to try and check 57 Magnum, MSRP is like 950, you know, so street I feel price like will probably be like 850, yeah. you know. On the topic of lever guns, um, Winchester, you know, the history of Winchester is amazing, and when Winchester was bought out and, you know, sold down. To what they are today, Winchesters are still good. They're more expensive right. than what they should be. But Henry, I think Henry is like probably top dog for lever guns today. I think their guns are probably like the nicest in terms of dollar for dollar what you're getting. Absolutely. In terms of value, right? But I do like some of the Uberti and like Cimarron, like 1873 and 1892, like mm -hmm. the case hardened kind of like. Just knowing the history of all these companies, it just hurts like to hear like Uberti and like know how like the relation to Oliver Winchester and all that mm -hmm. stuff and like just where mm -hmm. they are today. It hurts a little bit, but. The uh, Henry, I'm glad that again they were able to kick things into gear. I mean, if you look at Henry from like their inception up until say like five years ago maybe right they kind of just stayed in their lane yeah and they kind of were just like we make the golden boy and we make the large loop and we make this and the like, big boy and we don't do a it. side loading gate and we don't right. do this and it's just we make what we make and buy it right and i don't know new blood is in there or if like the father's letting the, you know what i mean like yeah. i don't know the backstory of it but whatever decision was made behind the scenes i support because they've they've yeah. been staying at the forefront i mean the side loading gate was added what two three four years ago maybe uh, like i, I like mean two i know it's been around for 150 years well, yeah. but like you know like <laughs> henry started doing right. it for yeah it's not like they invented it they just decided okay we'll do it i guess and it's i like, like how they still you know, incorporate the tube i do too with yeah. the side loading gate, i do right? too because have options best of both now you literally have both options Correct. to you uh so that's pretty neat and yeah i love their commitment to you know, I mean, they still put on every box, like, made, made in America, America or, or not, not made at all. Yeah. And, yeah. and they will stand by that. And I, I think Henry is one of those companies, too, where, you know, in 10 years, a Henry might cost two grand. Or what, you know, like, a, yeah. a, a, a the base, you know, H0001 might cost six or 700 bucks. People will still buy them. Yeah. Because it's still, like, that is the quality of, you know. That's, I'd love to that's, get somebody from Henry here for your weekend. It's kind of like, I, I don't want to, you Ridiculous. know. Uh, I think I will. They're kind of like <coughs> the Glock in that way. Like, you know, that's that's the baseline. You know, yep. you, can, you can do better than them, of course. You can do worse than them. But, like, you, everything gets compared nowadays to them, I, as far as lever action. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah, I would say, like, if you're not meeting their standard of quality, then definitely, like, you're not going to be mm -hmm. competitive in the segment. And if you're trying to do too much, if you're trying to charge too much more, then you better have something special right. that's, like... Right. Right. And really, the only thing you can do different. special is just fancy. Like you can't get more practical, really. Like you're just gonna get, you know, roll marks or you know, fancy. I like, uh, or there's a company that makes a 500 Smith and Wesson uh, okay. lever gun, which I think okay. I was just talking about this today. I think that's pretty. I think cool. it's Marlin. Yeah. Uh, it's like something. It's like Bighorn Outfitters. Or, I don't mm, know. There's a company making it like from. That's cool. Like, we can like a it. mainstream one. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, th I think that's like, if Maybe Henry Kiapa. did something like that, I'd be very excited about it. Or something in like, Feels you like know, move. Four, 460 with like some flex tip bullets, you know? I think that would be... It's nasty. <laughs> I think that would be super cool. You know, Is it nasty? Yeah. And then we have all the modern day stuff, like Mad Pig Customs, where people are putting Getting dumb money into their... their 45 70s and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. They're great guns. It, I mean, that's going to be the solution to all of like the assault weapons bans and banning ARs. Sure. So people are going to start tacticalizing their lever um, guns, lever and things guns. like that. Yeah, and and pumps maybe like which uh, I'm here for. I'm I'm definitely here for that. 
Remington had that uh, model seventy six hundred pump gun. It's just, it was Remington. That was their issue. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> dark. But it's if, a dark if like FN did something similar, I'm su- speaking of. I'm surprised that electronic ignition ammo has not come back because that was a thing that Remington had right. for a little while. They had like. I want to say it was special. I, I'm pretty positive it was special ammunition, and that was probably the killer. Right. But I've wondered if a company is. It was like one on gun and right, one load. One caliber like, from one manufacturer. Yeah, like. But that would be an interesting uh, advancement if they could, you know, someone could dig, dig that out of the R&D lab. I don't really know what would be the advantage, though, like, over. Like, somebody would have to sell me on it, I think. Because sure. Because I feel like, unless you're going to get be, uh, markedly it, faster lock times. Uh, I was just saying, what is it, dwell time, right? Or lock time, right? Isn't that the thing? Like, well, so, the yeah. The moment from when, you, for, when, when like, you, like. For a bolt gun, you're talking about the time from when you press the trigger to when the firing pin right. detonates and the bullet's right. actually leaving the, the bore, right? So, in that case, yeah, you're talking about lock time. And lock time, like, if the round detonates... In, or if the primer like ignites sure. the powder and it all burns immediately, like yeah. But what kind of chamber pressure? Like wh- right, there's a lot there. It's right. How much? I, how much I advantage like can you possibly get? Yeah, like, I don't love that. How much of an advantage can you possibly get out of that? I don't like, know. Oh, I forgot to charge my gun last night. Right. Damn it. <laughs> my, yeah, <laughs> my, my bullets don't have down. batteries. Do you have a USB C? <laughs> Seems weird. Future. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, viewership we, is yeah, uh, kind of dwindling down a little bit. We don't really like, have any questions. No Do we questions. have any other updates to talk Tessa to? I want to ask my question. <coughs> what you got, Ty? You got something you want to bring up? Let's yeah. do it. Um, we were talking earlier about, I know this is a bad stream to bring it up because we're fumbling on our face and being real dumb. But uh, if we wanted to do like podcast subscriptions where our viewers are kind of uh, monetarily backing us a little bit, um, which is able to now. Uh, we want to create like specific content for yeah, those, like I hate to say like money blocked, but it is money blocked. Like you have to be subscriber, subscriber. So right, where's um, the where's the value, right? Yeah, like give subscription. Us money, so what are we giving? Content. I just let let me know. Let us know in the comments what kind of content you'd like to see for that. Um, if you ever did think about doing that, I'll drop a link. Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I just want to, I want to make sure that we have something extra for yeah. people if they do decide to do that. The thing is, is generating content is a lot of work, right? Like I always, I want to do more in the content realm, mm-hmm. but content doesn't necessarily pay the bills unless it does, right? Unless I mean, it does. So if you guys want to see more content, understand that we we definitely want to provide it and we want it to be something that is tailored i guess for the audience mm-hmm. yeah right that it's more a la carte so that you guys are getting the value that you're actually paying for so yeah i am on board uh as well as far as like send us some ideas and let us figure <laughs> out if we can make some content for you guys that you'd be willing to you know help us to to fund tyler's been talking about uh doing some other like uh, programs, I guess, yeah. on here too. Almost thinking of this like a TV channel and having like, sure. okay, there's this show. Maybe we have another show. Uh, one of them that we've been talking about is a veterans podcast uh, where we bring on veterans from every era, you know, World War II guys that are still around up to current, you know, GWAT uh, veterans and just having like an, un, you know, kind of a, obviously unscripted, but just kind of a free form, you know, interview. Yeah. Talk about your experience. Talk about you know all sorts of things. I would love um, to get World War Two, but it's gonna that's a cha- it's gonna be such a challenge. Yeah. Um, well, those guys are obviously aging out like in high nineties yeah. and stuff. Be um, difficult to find Vietnam. The Vietnam vets are getting up there, so I, I want to get some Vietnam uh, mm-hmm. vets. Uh, if you know any, I would appreciate you know. Yeah, if you're if you're a veteran or if you know a veteran who might be willing, I want to start like sit cataloging down for like a probably an hour. Interview yeah, maybe hour and a half, uh, depending on how it goes. We're gonna try to get some of those going. So email us info at thefiringpinny.com. Just send us a contact uh, info and you know maybe why you would be a good person to interview. Yeah. you know like wh- address you know. it to Tyler. Yeah, and uh, yeah, something something we'd like to get going. And and it doesn't have to just be veterans either. You know we've talked about there are a lot of people that have very interesting stories to tell and. I would love, I mean, that's one of the favorite things about this business is 
hearing all those, you know, like tales of the gun almost. Like remember mm-hmm. that show from the History Channel? I do. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, for every guy who shot a woodchuck at 300 yards with iron sights, you know, when he was 12 off his grandpa's truck while it was driving, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, sure, that happened, bro. But do it again. There's a lot of good stories that we hear, and, and it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, it's all about the storyteller, too. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, sure. I've certainly had a lot of yards spun uh, in my direction, and it was still a fun ride, I guess. Like, you know, Depends did, did on, that happen yeah. or not? Like, I don't know. But I like that your mind came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you think that happened, honey. Like, bless, bless your heart. If, you were, if we were Southern, we could tell them bless their hearts. But, yeah, I don't know. If you got a cool story, if you've got a cool, obviously, uh, they'll probably skew, like, Second Amendment, uh, but they don't necessarily have to. We're outdoors big, for yeah sure. we're buffs you know we're, we're, we're big uh, lovers of all sorts of stuff are you choosing my show's content for me this <laughs> is wow uh, save it for your blog <laughs> um rochester history or western new york history or like local stuff is always appreciated um we love our local industry so like yeah if you worked at like the hawkeye plant for kodak and you can tell us all the dirty secrets about making beano hand grenades or whatever that would be like, cool yeah we love that kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's people that have done some cool stuff, and um, non- big, NDAs don't last forever. So, right? you know, our big, our big issue is just location. Yeah. We're not going to be able to do it here. It is tough. Yeah, our, our stream, I was just talking to the boys the other day about potentially relocating We're done. again. We're stopping the stream. I don't want to do that. <laughs> he he uh, wants to cut the cord. The thing that's tough is right now, for the next six to nine months, like we only have 600 square feet total <laughs> to run the shop out of. So it's like if we use, I mean, even this, maybe it's not 100 square feet, but it's probably close to it. Like, so to lose, you know, 15 to 20% of the store to this, it's just tough where... You're not worth it. That's not what I said. We might look at other options. You know, we might... This we'll stream might year. have a temporary home is all I'm saying. Let's suspend it from the ceiling. That's, I, you know... I came in here the other day and I said, "Boys, we have a Maxim gun that we could be hanging from the ceiling that on that tripod or the the sled. Like that looks so cool." And they all swore at me. I, th- I say we. I only got spicy with you when you decided to cut the stream. Let's oh. hang the live stream from the ceiling. That's I'm, my I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Let's just go live every weekend from the bug jar. Let's just do the live stream there. Sounds loud. <laughs> it would be loud. You'd have to wear earplugs at home. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, guys. Let's cut this out. See ya. You're not Good worth night, it. Everybody. Love you all.